A digital marketplace in New Zealand is helping parents and caregivers find flexible work opportunities across the country. Since July 2022, the job site Jobs for Mums has been on a mission to drive positive change for both families and companies. The founders of the site say 80% of the gender pay gap is attributed to motherhood penalty. Joining me to talk more about Jobs for Mums is co-founder Semwana Naisali. Talofalava Semwana, tell me more about this job site. Jobs for Mums is a social enterprise. Uh, we advertise flexible, family-friendly employment opportunities for parents and caregivers across Aotearoa. Um, we're fairly new, only a year and a half old, but currently we have over 13,000 registered candidates nationwide. Um, we're called Jobs for Mums because that's where we saw the greatest need, but we're open to anyone looking for flexible work. So we've helped um, dads, caregivers, students, retirees, kind of anyone looking for, for flexible work. And how did the idea to establish this job site come about? Um, so it was founded by um, our founding director, Mela Lush, who was a stay-home mum at the time looking for flexible work. And um, so she started the, the business and um, myself and Eva DuPont, my fellow co-founder, we joined um, quite, quite fairly new in um, and we were all looking for flexible work. So we were all, we were all stay-home mums at the time. So on top of being the co-founder for Jobs for Mums, I understand you're also studying towards your PhD, uncovering the hidden blocks to Pacifica women's careers and ultimately financial stability. Tell me more about that. Sure, sure. So um, my research is exactly that. So it is... Um, Looking at the hidden barriers, like you said, um, it looks at flexible and remote work and how it can create equitable outcomes for, for Pacifica women. Um, we know that Pacifica women are the, are the lowest paid ethnic group in New Zealand, so we earn 25% less than Nevapalangi, Pakeha, Caucasian males. Um, to put that into perspective, um, Caucasian males earn $33 and Pacifica women earn $24.75. Um, and that's of September last year. So um, it's quite significant at this point. It's not really, you know, the difference between a cup of coffee anymore. Um, it's more, um, a lot more significant than that. It's about being able to send your kids to daycare or not, um, being able to pay your bills or not. And so, yeah, it's, it's about understanding those hidden barriers as to why we're the lowest paid ethnic group in New Zealand um, and how we can support Pacifica women um, into, you know, progressing to close that gender pay gap. And while we're on the topic of hidden barriers, I mean, there are efforts to raise awareness around motherhood penalty and the stats from the Ministry for Women are disheartening. But even the term itself, um, motherhood penalty, don't you think it kind of discourages women from becoming a mum? I mean, um, I think it's more like a systemic uh, issue as opposed to you know a personal issue of you know not being able to be a mum because because of that. Um, so we do know that the motherhood penalty, for example, it makes up eighty percent of the gender pay gap. So just by supporting mothers and caregivers would be solving you know eighty percent of that overall gap. Um, and it's things like childcare are one of the biggest barriers to employment, um, which is of course exacerbated if you're a Pacific woman, um, and really you know the 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 nuclear family is kind of a really age-old concept it's an archaic concept which we now see today 
um, is, is just not the case. Um, you know, the 40-hour work week is just not working. Um, there are so many different family structures now. We see the modern family. We see um, blended families. We've got communal living arrangements now with the high cost of living. And so if employers are able to acknowledge that and support um, support more flexible working arrangements, it would make a huge impact on not only Pacifica women, but on you know the New Zealand economy as a whole. And why do you think workplaces on a global scale are taking so long to address the gender pay gap and motherhood penalty? Surely it doesn't cost much to improve workplace culture, right? Well, you'd be surprised, you know, like uh, with COVID, if that was you know anything to go by, it's shown us that many of the roles that we were doing in person can actually be, be done remotely. Um, it's not a one-shoe-fits-all. Um, obviously, you know, some roles you have to be there in person, but I think it comes with, like I said, um, just that archaic sort of thinking of that's how we've always done things. It's been the status quo for so so many years, and um, that's what I'm hoping to kind of achieve with my research is to find quantifiable data, and that comes with the qualitative data first of understanding people, talking to our community, understanding Pacific women and how they, um, you know, what those hidden barriers are. Um, you know, some things can't be uh, difficult to kind of prove, things like racism and discrimination and bias and things like that. Um, but I think it starts with the conversation. So. And since its operation, how many mums have come through the job site so far, as well as organisations? Yes, yeah, so currently we have uh, 13, just over 13,000 registered candidates, and that's only... Um, in a year, one, one and a half years of, of operation. So for the most part, we've grown organically. Um, we're lucky enough to have, you know, we have partners now. We've partnered with the Ministry of Social Development. Um, we have a principal partnership with Future Building, which has been amazing. And just trying to support women into those underrepresented, high-paying sectors um, that will um, hopefully contribute to closing that gender pay gap, um, helping unemployed mothers, solo parents, um, job seekers into employment. Um, so currently, yes, over 13,000 um, nationwide. 